Welcome to Faith in Five, a weekly video devotional designed to discuss practical spiritual concepts in five minutes or less. I'm your host, Mark Vandella. Most of my life has revolved around sports, and I think a number of us can say the same thing, even if we didn't play. So much of our lives revolve around events, sporting events, right? Like the NFL literally owns a day of the week, right? And we, we just had the Super Bowl, and now we're into March Madness. And it's a fun time of year, and it's probably a huge part of most of our conversations. But the thing that I notice about my own life is that I get excited about these the big game, so to speak, right? Like, I, I plan who I'm going to spend time with. I plan where I'm going to watch the game. I plan everything around that, what food, what I'm going to wear, right? We set out jerseys and we, we go crazy. When you go to like a sporting event, people are face painted and doing crazy stuff because all because of the big game, right? And as we move through this week, we're approaching Easter. And for those of us with faith and, and Christ followers, it is the big game, right? If I asked you who won the last five Super Bowls, most of us wouldn't be able to rattle that off quickly. If I asked you who won the last five college championships, most of us won't even remember who won last year unless it was our team, right? And so I ask us, I want to ask ourselves, what's at stake when it comes to the big game sporting events, right? If we can't even remember who won the last five, what is at stake See, as, as Jesus approached the end of his life, the last bit of his life, he is preparing and he gathers his disciples together into a room and, and they have a meal together. And I, I love the way that all, all the gospels set up this, this moment. It says that as they were reclining at the table, which to me, it's just a unique little, little piece of information that they give us that it wasn't like Jesus called them all together and, and slammed a gavel down and said, listen up. Right? He gathered his friends to spend time together. They were just hanging out. So they gathered for a meal. And Jesus explains a couple of things as, as he prepares them for what's about to happen. And as he does this, the disciples don't really know exactly what's going on. But the story kind of picks up in, in Luke 22. Jesus, like verse 17, Jesus says, Here, here's some bread. And, and it's a normal thing, right? They've got bread and wine in these, in these meals that they have together. He said, here's some bread. As you eat this bread, I want you to think about me and what I'm about to do for you. And again, the disciples didn't fully understand what was happening, but Jesus says, take this bread, each of you take a piece, and as you eat it, consider the sacrifice. This is my body that I'm about to sacrifice for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then he grabs, it says he, in, in Luke further on, it says that he grabs another glass of wine and he holds that up and he says, as you drink this wine, again, this is a piece of me. This is my blood that will be shed for you as a, as a symbol of my love for you. And again, do this in remembrance of me. And, and in, in the biblical times, the, the bread wasn't very good. It was, it was unleavened. And so what they would have to do was, it was pretty normal for them to have both bread and wine, and they would dip the bread to soften it up so it was palatable, so to speak, and they would eat that bread. And so this was a normal thing. Jesus took a normal thing and turned it into a beautiful symbol of the sacrifice that he was about to make. And so this turned into what we now know as communion, right? Communion with a capital C. This is the act 
of taking communion in remembrance of Jesus. But that comes from this idea that we're gathered in a group of people. Jesus was hanging out with his buddies. So he, he's, he's, doing, he's taking communion with his friends, little c communion, right? Like just hanging out. And so as you prepare for the big game for Easter this year, I want you to consider who, who is around you. Who will you gather to commune with? Who will you hang out with and why? What's the importance of it, right? I asked, what's at stake with these big games? I can tell you when it comes to Easter, when it comes to our faith, I know who won every year, not just the last five, every year since Jesus died and rose again. Right later on in the book of Luke, when they go and the disciples go to visit the grave, it says, he is not here, he is risen. Jesus has won the big game ever since that first Easter Sunday and will continue to win for all of history or all of the future. That's what's at stake. So if we can get all jazzed up about the game that we're going to watch on a Sunday and wear special clothes and invite all these people together, why not also do that in remembrance of him? One of my favorite verses around this idea of hanging out with friends and, and celebrating God is 1 Corinthians 10.31. It says, Whether you eat or drink or in whatever you do, do so for the glory of God. And so this Easter and beyond, as you prepare, as you celebrate the big game, consider who you're going to have at the table. Prepare for it. Get ready to celebrate because Jesus wins every single year. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to follow us each week, click here to subscribe. And if you want to take it a little bit further, click here for discussion materials.